0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hello, boys and girls. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin with episode 3 it's, uh, it's 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 brilliant. We nearly made it a month. I'm so impressed with myself. Um, everyone's giving me loads of love by downloading more than I could have ever hope for. So thank you so so much for that. Um, this uh, yeah, we we had a load of love on episode one, um, just as much for for episode two. So it wasn't a sort of episode one fluke. Dylan's episode uh, went down really really well with everybody. I'm really really happy um so thank you so much for downloading that and giving me all your messages and your comments on on facebook and i've had i've had emails it's just all been it's all been really really lovely um so thanks thanks for that uh yeah this this week we've got an amazing episode um I think it's amazing. It's the first one that I ever recorded um, with a guy called Marcus Borden. And he he was really lovely, actually. He invited me down to his home in Devon. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful bit of land that he's got. Really, really lovely. Proper in the sticks of countryside. Um, he's got his own little kind of woodland area for campfire cooking. He's, his family are just absolutely wonderful. His wife, his children. We sat, we had uh, a beautiful dinner. Um, he cooked me a curry. Which was cool because he's a barbecue cook, and when he said come for dinner, obviously I was expecting for for some kind of barbecue. And you know what? He made this curry that just blew me out of the water. Um, and since recording it, have it sort of inspired me to to make more curries and stuff like that because it was so so good. Um, and we sat with his his missus and his kids, and we had a really nice conversation over dinner um, before kids went to bed, and uh, and his wife made herself scarce Was me and Marcus sat down, um, with a bottle of, uh, bourbon, I think it was, and, um, just, yeah, just had a catch up and a chat for an hour, and, uh, discovered some amazing things, um, so I really hope you enjoy this episode, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and all that rubbish, and, um, send me some messages, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, all my links can be found on the website, thatmrchristopher.com, um, and yeah, uh, just, enjoy the episode uh thanks very much and i'll speak to you soon well i'll see you after the episode i guess Do before going to bed is put bread on yeah what do you mean put bread on
0: um just start you've got it. to make a dough I've got to I make the starter for it right so just um flour water yeast leave it and then in the morning I'll make the dough
1: is that for the photo shoot tomorrow yeah awesome awesome I'll, I'll say I've started okay just at the the point where you said that you was Gonna gonna put some bread on in the morning because okay. I thought it was a nice as an introduction as uh, as anything really. So yeah. um, so thanks very much for inviting me into your home, Thank um, you. cooking me a really nice curry and uh, and and agreeing to be on the podcast. Welcome. This this is the first one that we're recording. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be the the first one that actually goes out, yeah. but um, you know we'll 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 see. Um, so introduce yourself. You're Marcus Borden. I think barbecue legend, uh, founder of Country Wood Smoke, uh, which is, which is a blog that you started. Yep. How many years ago? Uh, six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah, so, 2011.
0: Explain a little bit about it. Um, so, I started Country Wood Smoke. I, I built. We moved to the countryside, and I built myself a pizza oven in the garden. And I was looking at. Um, ways of cooking and stuff and I was in a forum for for um, wood-fired ovens and a few people liked my pictures and sort of recipes I was doing I said oh I don't need to start a blog <laughs> so I thought okay I'll do that yeah. and uh, Country Wood Smoke started and it was nobody looked at it at first and uh, you know the pictures sort of drew a few people in and right. um, yeah a few recipes and stuff and then it just sort of ticked along and started growing and burbling away and growing and
1: i'd say exploded it it, is yeah it's sizable now right i mean it's it's moved away from the blog there's 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 a group yeah so uh you know i i'd say a community of people yeah that have, have followed you personally in in what you do food wise but then you know you've you've given them a platform in which to express what they want to do through food and, and yeah. kind of come together as a community. So
0: absolutely, barbecues about community, and I, I, I like to listen to what the community wants and needs, and uh, um, like to help help provide that. That's what I see see myself as as a listener and provide it. I, I'm not anyone special. I just yeah. you know, I. I like to give people a voice to, to what they do with barbecue, and people like to talk about what they cook outdoors, they're proud of it, so why not give people a voice? Sure, absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, um, I'll, I'll kind of go go back before we, we delve further into to the blog and, and, and other bits and pieces that you do. So, we're in Devon, and you, you yeah. mentioned that you, you moved to the country, so yeah. you're from
0: Devon originally? Um, originally from Somerset, um, okay. Burnham-on-Sea, so... Uh, moved to Plymouth to go to uni and ended up in Exeter and um, lived in Exeter for a few years had a nice nice bachelor pad nice lifestyle there um, and yeah it was good and uh, met my wife and had my, my eldest son Rory and we moved to the countryside and that's when it all sort of changed really.
1: I, I've got to say I'm, I'm blown away I mean I, I'm from basildon in essex which hmm. you you probably know the reputation and yeah. uh and, and what that's like but um you know out in the countryside i love it i mean yeah. a, my, my father's up from from suffolk so i love the yeah. countryside and and kind of walking down the path and seeing the plot of land that you've yeah. got being able to grow vegetables yeah. you know your children have got the, yeah. the all the trees to climb and tree and houses of and course, dens and- the amazing uh, outdoor kitchen that you've managed yeah. to construct so yeah. what, what have you got going on in there i mean that's it's pretty large right it's it, not what you would say is the the standard that the yeah. average barbecue would have at home right
0: no so um i i call it countrywood smoke hq and it's sort of what it's been known as it's my sort of uh, studio my um my kitchen my um you know where i come up with my recipes and my social area as well yeah. my mates, mates come round, and um we we got the idea from it um we we, we, we had our uh, when we got married we had our honeymoon in new zealand and um, they have some amazing little batches over there and a little batch is like a little roof over a barbecue area and okay. um we they live outside you know, whatever the the weather, they cook outside. Um, they spend all the time outside, and if it rains, it doesn't matter. You just relax in your little batch, and away you go. So yeah, that's where we got the idea for for that, and uh, it was perfect yeah. garden for it, really. So
1: excellent, right? It it it's stunning. You've got virtually every type of barbecue and and smoker out there, and, uh, I've got and a few. And, I mean, yeah. you cooked me a curry tonight, which was uh, which was surprising because. I was sort of, you you were really kind enough to say, invite me into your home so that we could do the podcast and said, hey, you know, Mm. come for dinner, which is great. Um, And you cooked me a curry. So obviously, where did the the whole food thing come from? Is that something that you've always done? Was it always barbecue and then food Mm. grew on from that? Or was it food, like, barbecue is food, but I mean,
0: was it, you know, something that you grew up loving barbecue or... No barbecue sort of really has come since I moved to the countryside. So what, um, six seven years ago, um, just before we started, con- okay. just before I started country wood smoke. So um, yeah, I mean I've I've always liked food. I was a vegetarian for fourteen years, which surprises a lot of people. I
1: obviously I know that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that that is a, a bit of a, a bit of yeah. a, a shock and a revelation, really, considering. You're probably one of the the most prominent figures in yeah. in the UK barbecue scene at the moment. Um, Thank you. <laughs> to, to kind of out yourself as a, oh, I was a vegetarian. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, I know a few ex vegetarians, and some of them are the most ardent carnivores that you could possibly meet. <laughs> and uh, excellent. I, I I love I do love vegetarian food still, and yeah. I love to cook it. Um, and I'm always coming up with recipes that are vegetarian, but um, I do like like uh, meat as well, and a good steak and a really good quality. And I'm a bit of a bit of a nerd when it comes to meat and beef, especially. And how do you mean a, a nerd? Um, to, to to I like to meat? Un, un, understand um, about how the animal lived, how it died, how it was butchered, and how it's been. Um, sort of processed after really you know the whole butchery Mm. process and the whole meat process so when I started to eat meat again it was very important to me that I understood it so I researched it and I thought if I'm going to eat meat then I need to understand the process, I'm one of these people who needs to understand things Yeah. so um, I I researched it, I spent some time doing some butchery, some basic butchery Uh, I talked to lots of people about quality of meat and I found that uh, generally supermarket meat didn't um meet the the flavor and the taste and the um th- the quality that i was after and um uh, i i've always been a big um uh, butcher i always say a butcher should be a best friend and i think butchers need supporting I I think supermarkets is some way you go for your groceries not for your meat you go to a butcher for your meat they understand meat fair play yeah absolutely know and can discuss it and um, give you the best recommendation for the best meat yeah I I mean absolutely we was talking before we we started
1: the podcast uh, just just after dinner that you know where where you buy your meat from where you buy your fish from you know it's great to support the 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 smaller guys the the independents yeah. the the you know small family butchers yeah. or fishmongers and stuff like that but i also said in the in the same breath i think i can name probably one or two yeah. in, uh, in and not even just in my immediate area but probably within a good half an hour's drive yeah. one or two fishmongers yeah. and and i'm about 10 miles from the sea yeah which is really sad um but, uh, you know, I, I definitely get what you're saying about championing where, yeah. your, where your produce yeah. comes from and, and things like yeah. that. Because see, so yeah, I, I do a bit of deer stalking and, and obviously yeah. the provenance of, of of where my meat and, and, and the deer comes from is, is really, really important. And we're going to have um, Jose Situ, who's a, a professional hunter and game chef uh, on the podcast uh, pretty soon. So, you know, we'll be talking a lot more about that but I mean, I'm curious why I become a vegetarian and then what made you change that? I mean, how long that, that, that period was, because that's quite interesting really.
0: Okay. So, um, I'm from a family and my dad was very, very passionate, organic gardener and very passionate about the quality of the food we ate growing up. And, um, I, off, I toddled to university And um, I remember looking at how much I could afford and the money I had in my pocket, which wasn't much. And first time really sort of going shopping in a supermarket and uh, going to Tesco, I think it was, and looking at what I could afford. And it was some value chicken. And I looked at it and it was awful. And I thought, yeah, it sounds snobby, but I thought, I don't want to eat that. Yeah, no, I get get that entirely. I think there's nothing sadder
1: to realise the fact that... An animal has mm. probably not lived a great life, and it's died yeah. and been stuffed in cellophane, and yep. it's not even producing a great product. I think no. that 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 is a sad thing. So,
0: uh, and and I remember remember having the same amount of money and thinking, right, what vegetables can I buy for it? the same money and I could get something quite exciting with it you know bear in mind this was 20 odd years ago yeah. so there's limited then but you could get something more exciting for your money with with vegetables so I said I'm not eating poor quality meat I'm just going to eat vegetables and it carried on like that for 14 years that is it I mean
1: that, that's an unusual kind of I mean I've yeah. met vegetarians I've met lots of carnivores I've met lots of people mm. who've who've swung in from from both sides and normally it's uh, ethical reasons for for getting into it yours was a little bit ethical but more kind of you know financial necessity stuff like that that then just become a, a habit yeah yeah and then what made you kind well, of... Well,
0: one of our favourite things that I used to eat and cook up was just a very simple... Um, I used to make uh, uh, spaghetti aglio, olio, peperoncino. Um, That's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, What's that? Um, so just you, you cook very slowly in some really nice quality olive oil, just a little, um, little bit of garlic, a little bit of chilli and in the olive oil cook it very slowly and uh, it flavours the oil Okay. and um, then you cook some nice pasta and toss it in in the oil and a little bit of parmesan or something pepper and salt and oh it's for simple a such, but a banging flavour yeah absolutely and you know we used to get back from a night out drinking or something and that's the food that you and you'd want. slowly cook garlic and chili yeah <laughs> and, there you go. Um, this is the type of person we're dealing
1: with yeah. a guy yeah. that gets out from the night in the lash and doesn't choose a kebab yeah. he, he chooses to
0: make uh what, what do you call it Alio, aglio, aglio That that is fantastic yeah. that you even remember that yeah. one really. and, i mean it's still one of my favorite pasta dishes to this yeah. day you get the a lovely flavour of the, the toasty sort of garlic and the the chili and oh it's good it's good. I stir in a little bit of um, part, flat flat leaf parsley now, so uh, yeah, fantastic. It's, I it's mean, good. you're you're really
1: passionate about food, and that's yeah. indeed kind of how how we come across each other. Yeah. I, I I'm this this is the first night that we've actually met face to face, but you know we've probably spoken over the last two and a bit years yeah. I'd say yeah. um, about barbecue and food um, yeah. about possibly working together on some other other bits and pieces yeah. and uh, you know that was all another life but you know I've, I've kind of hmm. always admired your, your your passion for what you do yeah. and, you. and you know there, there's going to be people listening that probably don't hmm. care a toss really no. about food or barbecue People like my brother that see food as nourishment, yeah. and that's it. And mm. and a barbecue's a great yeah. way to have a beer and, and nourishment in yeah. the sun with friends and family. But mm. I mean, I, I've really admired that you know you you've created something from from nothing because someone said you should start a blog because yeah. you you know how to cook, yeah. you've got some good recipes and ideas, Yeah. but you you didn't just. Take the blog, you know. And you really you took it and, and turned it into a group, and, mm. and, and that's built up and built up. And uh, how many members is, is in the group? Uh, almost six thousand. they So six thousand people on a very mm. regular basis are sharing recipes, yeah. ideas, it and, and it, it has become a. I mean, I keep using the word yeah. community, but it has yeah really become a community. It you has. could essentially it's family. I think I see it. As. Beautiful. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I've seen people of literally walked into a butcher or a supermarket mm. or wherever and, and a, a, a got something that they thought yeah. that was a good price mm. that looked interesting or, yeah. or whatever the case may be and has stepped out of the shop and yeah. said what do I do with this and by yeah. before they get home they've got like 20 ideas of what to do and yeah. you know being a big foodie myself I mean mm. I was keen to get you on here mm. because I, I enjoy the food conversation and the, yeah. the chit chat and, and that's great and I just I'm, I, I just admire you. I just oh, I, I, you. I just I <laughs> really admire the fact that you kind of barbecue doesn't didn't. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. does it have an identity in the UK now? I mean, it, it, it's I a think, it's a real grey area. We're yeah. stuck between Europe yeah. and 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 obviously the the states. Yeah. Then you've got kind of South America has yeah. a, a very clear identity of what it does in in barbecue and, and
0: outdoor cooking yeah. and and Australia.
1: Yeah what's uk barbecue
0: i i actually think that um in the uk we're very very good at being a mixing pot of things mm-hmm. of foods of ideas of cultures of um of lots of things and um i think it's developing its own its own life at the moment and um you know it's like curry you know we had yeah. a curry tonight and it's actually one of the best examples that you know, curry, obviously, from India, but a British curry is unrecognisable from an Indian curry. We've yep. made curry our own. yeah. And I sort of see that potentially barbecue could go down the same route. It's that, you know, our history is cooking large chunks of beef over, you know, beef and lamb over in front of a fire. You know, we're, we're called Le Ross Beefs, you know, <laughs> uh, by the yep. French, because Indeed. that's our history, is is cooking things in front of fires you know um so potentially we've got it in our our blood to come back to that it's just we lost that identity with um convenience foods and convenience lifestyle Um, and i think with the turning back of of the clock a little bit and people looking at more artisan craft and caring about the food that they put on their table and their families and friends table that um that barbecue actually is is a great way to feed your friends and family yeah know? absolutely absolutely yeah. When, when you have a group of people that come together you you put on you know if the weather's right for most people you put on a barbecue Or well, actually it doesn't matter what the weather is you can still put some amazing food out for a nice group of people and it's it makes it easier for to cook and that's one of the reasons I really started getting into to barbecue when we moved to the countryside is that, you know, family gatherings, friend gatherings, you know, you, you, I was getting bored of flipping burgers and <laughs> sausages and started to look for bigger things to do. So uh, me being me, I, I thought, right, I'm going to cook a whole pig on a spit. A and whole pig on a spit Yeah. in your so, back garden. Yeah, and I did that for, I think it was my eldest son, Rory, his first or second birthday. I
1: mean, that... Cooking a pig on a spit—I mean, yeah. most people mm. listening will would have, would have been to a hog roast yeah. at a local pub, or mm. may, maybe a wedding or, or event or something yeah. like that. You know, festival mm. or, or, or whatever. It, it's sort of seen as a a big wow thing. Yeah, the professionals do. And yeah. you were before you started the blog, you you you've had no yeah. Yeah. training as a chef. You've not come None from a all. food. Yeah professional background no.
0: at all so, so okay. what it what is it that you you do as a professional um so my my day job as it were um i'm a geologist in the oil industry and i've been doing that for 20 odd years wow. and um yeah it's uh, it's been an interesting i've worked all over the world and um traveled some great some great places um worked a lot of time in west africa which was an experience um, and uh, yeah, been exposed to lots of different things, um, and uh, yeah, it's been a, a, a an experience. So uh, uh, it sort of opens your eyes to to the world a bit more, you know. As a sort of twenty year old, twenty one year old going down to Angola, Nigeria, and Equatorial Guinea and places, you sort of, uh, of Christ, you have travelled, yeah, yeah. Okay, look. they're not on the tourist trail. Those places, no. <laughs> and, and and I know
1: that you work a lot on oil rigs, so yeah. is is all the places you've travelled sort of hmm. in similar you know places, oil rigs and, and yeah stuff like I mean yeah I've no idea what a geologist does. I know that they're interested in bashing rocks up and stuff, yeah, right? So I, so yeah,
0: yeah. But how does that fit in with with the oil industry? So I, basically, I I um, when they drill down through the different levels of rock. On, on an oil rig I tell them what they're drilling through and whether there's oil there gas there or whatever there and give them advice as to, to how best to um, uh, to make the process safe and efficient and um, get the information that they need they need so it's it's a good job and I, I enjoy it but uh, it takes me away from a family so that's not not ideal but uh, you know it's what I've always done and known and yeah yeah, I get to spend a lot of time. Um, so when you're offshore, you you can't cook, you can't. Um, no, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which for me was uh, torture. Really, as it things was worse than being away from the wife and kids, Marcus yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there was it's, no barbecues on the oil rig. Uh, some some of them there were. I mean, I remember in West West Africa, we would catch uh, yellowfin tuna off the side of the rig. Oh, cool! And wow. um, you know, this huge tuna, and um, we we set up a barbecue on the back of the rig the the fishermen local fishermen would drop boxes of prawns off from their fishing boats and we'd have of them yeah <laughs> oh, we, you know obviously pay, pay for it but um and uh, yeah we'd have this big barbecue going on the back of the rig with um, big slabs of yellowfin tuna and like you know king prawns like the size of your, your forearm like you know wow amazing food um sometimes down there you know I'd, I'd eat a little bit of fish when that was when i was a vegetarian but I'd yeah still, <laughs> still
1: i mean I've, I've always imagined i mean i've no experience and, and i've I, I would imagine that 99% of people haven't no experience of being on oil rigs yeah. they're not tourist attractions they're no. not something that unless you've been on one to work no. you ain't going on one no, no. um my, my own i Armageddon, the movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Burley. I mean, you're the, a scientist, the, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I'm a scientist too. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, you're not, uh, you know, hmm. I'd always imagined kind of yeah. on an oil rig, there's lots of guys in greasy overalls drilling for oil and, yeah. and, and that was about it. So yeah. you're a, what's daily life like on, on that?
0: For me, um, daily life is um, I look at samples of rock that other sort of, Junior geologist prepare and um I I look down a microscope, I look at a computer screen. I'm a communicator, and um big part probably ninety percent of my job is communication between onshore, the guys onshore, the geologist, geology team onshore and the um the team offshore, and sort of a translator as well. I tell all the geologists what the drilling side needs to know, and vice versa. So yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a good fun job so a world away from
1: barbecue and, yeah. and cooking but, yeah i mean the the blog the barbecue cooking mm. the uh the the community forum that you've you've set mm. up on on facebook it, it, it's sort of becoming mm. a profession it's bleeding into your life when you're not yeah. unsure you are i mean and, and even when uh, sorry when you're not uh offshore off you, you're you know you're pretty mm. much a fully yeah. 100% focused mm. barbecue cook yeah doing photography yeah consultancy yeah demonstrations yeah how, how do you have the time <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I mean, that's, you know, you, 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 you've got a family a, yeah. a, a wonderful wife that uh, I had the pleasure of meeting tonight Lisa and, and your three kids and and you've got a career which you know scientists that's pretty heavy going and full on and and then you you set up a blog and manage to kind of you know bring that into a point where it's it's like a job right yeah it's like a job i mean
0: it's my my plan b basically it's always been so my plan a is the, the geology my plan b is barbecue um And, uh, it's always been my plan B until, um, sadly the oil industry has been going through a few, few, um, Difficulties. Um, the North Sea's uh, um, a very hard place to to invest and to, to drill. So um, I've been fortunate that I've been ticking over with some work. I'm enough to keep us going, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's very hard. I've got a lot of friends who haven't worked for a couple of years. Who who it's a real struggle for. Mm. And um, yeah, you know I, I, I've had a couple of summers. So it seems I'm getting oil work in the winter and. No oil work in the summer, and what better time to barbecue than in the summer? I, I mean, I'm year-round year barbecuer, but it's quite nice to, to sort of... Uh, everyone's interested in it, in it in the summer, you know, magazines, newspapers, and people are interested in barbecue suddenly in the summer. So. I, I I pay close attention.
1: Like I said, it's the first time we've met today, but I feel like I know you yeah. in, a, in 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 well, only as much of the sense as your barbecue profession because you know we, we follow each other on facebook and mm. and i'm part of that that barbecue community because of my interest in food and you know it it, it always strikes me that you are you're bang on the the social media you know mm. re- responding to the the people that ask you questions mm. and you're always there kind of as an admin mm. monitoring
0: making sure people are Hmm. talking about things in the right way um social media is about listening too many people think it's about talking and telling people (laughs) but it actually it's about listening people who understand social media best are the ones who listen to it listen to what people say listen to what people need there's Um, an owl being hit on the head right now
1: absolutely yeah Yeah, i mean there are a lot of people Hmm. that kind of don't understand that you know Hmm you've got one mouth and, and two ears and they should yeah. be used in that sort of ratio they seem yeah. to think yeah. it's the other way around mm. but I, I do love the fact that you know you listen to your audience and, and mm. you know I'd say you're, you're sort of the you know you are the founder of that but you mm. sort of have given that over to people and and, and even started because of that a magazine mm. which we're going to talk about later
0: but yeah. Yeah. I, I try and encourage people to um, to push themselves as well, and uh, you know I've got a few people who are starting um, YouTube channels. Okay. Um, I try and encourage people to to, to get involved, you know, because I think a community is not just about one person; it should be about the community getting involved and doing things. Um, I always try and encourage people to go live on Facebook and um, to get involved to put pictures. And um, the, the big thing I always try and do is is try and comment about. You know, um, somebody put takes the time to put a picture up of some food um, of their cook that they're, they're proud of. I like to say, look, you know, rather than just nice job or something, you know, I like yeah. to actually comment about it, that I've looked at it and listened to what they say. And actually, I, I really appreciate when somebody takes the time to take a nice picture of their food and put it on Facebook and, and show others because that then inspires others in the community to, um, to cook. I mean it's kind of the reason I've started the podcast is is
1: because mm. i'm i i sort of want to listen to everyday people and their stories and because I do think you know we've we've started to become we've lost the art of conversation yeah you know we've become a we like something with a click mm. of a button yeah we we think we've had a conversation with someone when we've actually just had two or three comments mm. passed back and forth yeah. and and I know, and I think that that kind of we, we've become a bit throw away with our relationships and, and, and that's sort of one of the reasons why you know obviously I could sit here and talk to you all day about barbecue but um, you know that's just one portion yeah. about who you are and obviously you know the, the reason behind the the, the the podcast is to to sort of give people a platform for talking about what they want to talk about but yeah. also for me to sort of tease out the stories and and uncover the human in the person mm. if if you like and uh, and you know we we've spoken about family um yeah. you, you Lisa great the first time yeah. I, I've met and spoken to her and mm. and, and she's good job on that I'm very lucky very lucky good job you you, you are considering the amount of time that you spend offshore and when you're on shore you've got your head stuck in uh, in the barbecue world I mean it's fantastic she's
0: massively supportive of what I do massively yeah you know it's not easy when um, some deities you know, desperate to know how to stop their brisket from stalling. And I've got screaming kids and, you know, <laughs> wife um, wanting help with something. And uh, yeah, she's very understanding. And, and I, I've got one six year old and, and that, that's
1: tough. Hmm. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's tough. But you, you've got an, a nearly eight year old a nearly six year old and a three year old. Yeah. And, th- and individually, yeah. I'm sure they're kinda of quiet and you can have a conversation But they yeah. bounce off I've witnessed oh, yeah. they bounce off each other yeah. like crazy yeah, yeah. and yeah. and you know, at the same time you are still mm. running around trying to mm. do do your work, then yeah. you're entertaining me <laughs> which yeah. I do appreciate. Which it was you know, but it, it, you know, it shows that, you know, being a family mm. guy yeah. and trying to, you know, hold a job mm. that as you travelling all over the place I mean hold any job let alone travelling around you know and being offshore quite a bit Mm. but then to start something that I'm going to start this this is going to be a bit of fun Mm. you know Mm. I'm going to post some recipes Mm. I'm going to see what people's reaction is to see that then grow to Mm. the community that it is and then realise Hey, look, well, this has grown quite big, and I've I've got this responsibility. Yeah, yeah it's
0: a responsibility. It's that that's that's yeah. quite
1: amazing that you didn't yeah. just go. This wasn't what I signed up no, for. No. Um, you you've managed to hold that down, and and hmm. credit to you. But, but there's
0: there's a, there's a great team of guys. Um, there's a great admin team. Um, there's a great um team of guys who help with the magazine as well, yeah. and people who love barbecue, who love the community, uh-huh. who are. Uh, passionate about what we do and I I owe, owe them a lot you know they they are great you know they keep things going you know they, they tell me when things are getting a bit stressful just to leave it alone and walk away and have some time away and we support each other and that's that's fantastic you know I couldn't do it without them fantastic yeah, yeah. so
1: I mean like I said hmm. we want to tease out the stories and to do that
0: hmm.
1: whether I meet a stranger yeah Someone who I know very well, or someone like you who I, I, I've known of or have mm. known via the 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 world wide web and Facebook yeah. and the work that you do yeah. for for a, a while, you know, nearly yeah. three years. Yeah. Um, it you never really know someone, and and no. I always I always sort of send someone a questionnaire yeah. of some some questions that are a bit about you. And yeah. I suppose it depends on what stories lurk within the person yeah. determines whether or not they're considered really personal. Yeah. But you, you kind of come back with some things that really kind of shocked me. But also yeah. um, it, it, it it kind of reaffirms why I'm doing this podcast, because, yeah. you know, I knew you had children. Yeah. But I didn't know you, that you'd, you'd lost a, a child, yeah. and and that's something that you know. If you're happy, to yeah. I'd quite like to, yeah. to to talk about that because yeah. you know you, you you put it down in the questionnaire, and and you know I read it last night at like midnight when yeah. you sent it through, and I was like, "There's me going from talking from barbecue yeah. to yeah. you know this 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 is something that you know I, yeah. I would be interested in in talking about because as a father as well, yeah. and and I've got the one. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, I really couldn't. Mm. And and it blew me away last night and it it was at 12 o'clock and I didn't get Mm. a lot of sleep last night thinking about it. Yeah.
0: And yeah, I I suppose everybody's got a story where they are and where they've got to and the things that have made them where they are. And um, people don't often think about that. They, They see a face on facebook they see uh, uh, you know um something a bit sh- maybe it's a bit shallow you can portray on facebook and be exactly the person you might want to be and stuff but uh, yeah it's um there's there's always another story in the background and people forget that and people um don't don't often go go in those places that that aren't easy to go to and um I think with as you said with the glib conversations and the likes and the things that actually there's a lot more depth to people and it's not just me it's everyone there's there's a, a depth to humanity that we all go through things in life we all go through um losses we all go through um you know amazing highs and amazing lows and um you know uh Facebook doesn't doesn't really show some of those sometimes some times people want to share those sometimes they don't but quite often there's things going on on in the background that yeah. people just don't don't know about and uh, it's uh, it's good to that you know a, a podcast like this is getting those things out and uh, yeah um, you know lo- losing a child is is something unimaginable for most people it's uh it's it's sad um I, i've you know it's been a long time ago but uh it's still there and you can go there like that yeah um, how, how
1: how long ago was it
0: uh so uh, i lost my daughter bron uh 15 years ago almost um 15 years in september and uh yeah she was uh she was beautiful and amazing and uh it's uh yeah it's it stays with you and it changes you and you, you you're never the same after an experience like that, and uh, yeah, um, you know. How old was she? Uh, it, it was uh, she only lived for one day, so one day, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's um, ha- hell on earth, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. I mean. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST
1: and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Was uh, was there a difficult pregnancy? Was no. it something that there was nothing to say no. this was going to happen? No. So for, for like a nine-month mm. term, yeah. you're excited no to... Yeah. To
0: receive this yeah. this baby and yeah gone gone yeah yeah um, sadly due to negligence wow yeah of but of the hospital so mm. uh,
1: can you elaborate on that and sort um, of yeah I mean I have no idea I have yeah. no idea other
0: than the the the, the questionnaire response that yeah um, you lost the just, child yeah just staff not being. Um, not doing their job properly and missing signs and uh, missing um, not connecting with people and thinking people are just um, uh, uh, patients not people and uh, yeah sadly
1: how do you feel about that aspect of it I mean obviously losing a
0: child itself is unquestionably horrific but Mm. I mean because somebody didn't do their job properly pretty bitter really it's, you know um but um you can't be bitter for all your life and um you know i've i've learned to see the positive in the shittiest of situations and uh, yeah. yeah you 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 take from a situation that takes you to the brink of darkness and uh, um you you try and see something positive out of it i mean that was 15 years ago yep.
1: how do you move on from that How I mean what, what are the
0: days, weeks, mm. months years after that like um, you, you can only deal with a few so loss I, I believe you can only deal with a few little chunks at a time so you have okay. to deal with life in little chunks and gradually those little chunks change and you can deal with things a bit more and um i mean i i sadly it was the end of my relationship with with her mum and uh it uh yeah you know your your life change and suddenly you're you're in a uh you know you're gonna be a family to you're you're there by yourself in a flat uh, that you don't really want to be in and you're you're lonely and yeah you know that's when your friends you know and luckily i had some good friends then who looked after me and uh give you a kick up the uh, and the, you know helps you move on and you you try and put life back and you you're literally standing in the ashes of your life at that point Yeah. You know I, got, I, I i'd like to say i can
1: imagine but i really yeah. honestly can't i'm yeah. uh i i've i've been hmm. in a situation where not my current partner, but the, uh, the, the mother of my child miscarried. Mm. And, and that was, that was pretty grim. Yeah. That was, that was, that, that, that wasn't great. Um, and, and one of the, the kind of things that, you know, I wanted to ask you about when I found out mm. about your experience, yeah. um, was, was whenever, I mean, and there wasn't a lot of people that I told it, it was very early on. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the the few that did know, yeah, their their kind of reaction was the, oh my god, that's terrible. Mm. How is, yeah, your partner? Yeah, you know how how is she? Yeah, and uh, n- no one really, yeah. I, I wouldn't say cared, but no no one really stopped to think about it from my point mm. of view, yeah, because it was essentially a mutual loss, yeah. And what 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 can you tell me of your experience of that? I mean, you've
0: lost it, a child, but yeah. your partner carried that. There's always the. It's it's very difficult for men because it's not a physical loss because you you haven't carried, but you've got an emotional. You're 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 the, you're a dad. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, well. You know, even though you you haven't got a baby to take home from the hospital, you're still a dad, and that changes you. But it changes you in a way that you know it's different because you haven't got a baby you see other dads coming home from hospital and they're carrying their babies and you're not and it's it's hard you know and um it's it's physically very for for the women it's 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 terrible you know um their, their bodies have been through that pregnancy and they haven't got a child to carry um, of course yeah and as as a a a a a husband and a dad and a partner you you see your your partner go through that and you can't fix what they are going through you can't fix things and make it any better you, because you can't it's unfixable you know you can't make that any better because it's it's done uh, um, and rightly or wrong there is an onus mm.
1: for you to to or oh. yeah for you to try and fix that, yeah, right? I mean, as like, a man, it's your job. You, you, you feel like, yeah. yeah, kind of. Well, I don't know where that comes from. Is that is that a societal thing? where you know, society says you be the man. You've got to fix this yeah. because if it's out of your hands, mm. and you, you can't, feel I mean,
0: you feel helpless.
1: Did you feel like there was an expectation to sort of? Bottle all, all of what you were feeling up, and just just to be there for yeah for your partner
0: yeah definitely yeah yeah you know and it was it was very complicated sort of towards the end you know with legal issues and um, inquests and um, lots of nastiness going around and um, yeah you try and be be the the rock and the support and you know when your own legs are being taken away from you and uh, yeah how how did you come back from that i don't know you so you, do. you
1: say there was there was inquests and stuff yeah. like that
0: so you couldn't even there was inquests and papers and i remember getting phoned up and by papers wanting to know the story and you know um it was pretty horrible national papers and phoning you up saying what's going on Christ yeah i mean
1: what what can you say other than negligence? I mean, mm. w- was there an official?
0: Yeah, the, cause? the official the official was was mis official. You know, the, the the professionals misreading the signs that that were evident to everyone, but they they didn't see the signs that there were problems that they should have seen. And uh, yeah, um, I I. I I could be very angry with those people. I I probably still would be, but. mm. What was you at the time? I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know you're in shock. You're in shock.
1: Because I'm because I can't imagine Mm. it. I'm trying to kind of put myself into that position, and Mm. I know the kind of person I am. Mm. I'm a very short fused, short tempered person. Mm. Um, I'm lovely most of the time, (laughs) but but if if something annoys, I mean, yesterday Mm. my my missus copped. Probably an unfair amount of uh, crap because I'd lost a mm. memory card yeah. to the recorder, and I was like, "Okay, so I need to find that." Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling down to Devon. I'm going mm. to do a podcast, and I've got no memory card for the recorder, yeah. and I know that I put mm. it there, and I know yeah. that you clean that tape. So where have you put it? Yeah, you know, and and I, I blow up at little things. Mm. Something huge like that. Yeah when there's that expectation for you to yeah. be that rock
0: yeah
1: to, to support your partner mm. through that mm. there's also your own feelings of
0: loss and shock loss and,
1: and shock and yeah. and, and you, you, you've you got to make time for for mm. that mourning and, and for yeah. that grief to mm. you know to allow that yeah what, what, what in what order do those emotions come
0: hmm Numbness first, I think you can't deal, you can't process it. I guess anger, anger's quite a big thing, and how you deal with that, and um, men and women deal with loss very, very differently, um, and uh, yeah, anger's a big thing, and how how to to deal with that. Thankfully, rugby. Came in for me then, and I I was able to deal with those physical anger emotions and smash them out on the rugby pitch that came in just when I needed it. As you say, I've never not seen you either wearing
1: a rugby top or a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, I'm pretty much sure that's your only wardrobe. That is, yeah.
0: You are a. a, I've got a a few smarter shirts, but not very often. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's important to have a physical outlet as a man for, for emotions. Um, and I, I try and encourage that in my children, but yeah, I also think that the deeper. I mean, I had um, I had some support from an amazing counsellor, and um, she she was very experienced with um, loss and bereavement, having gone through that herself. Um, amazing lady, and she she made me see that um, that um, loss can be something maybe not positive, maybe positive, something that can be a an Something that can be overcome, at least. Yeah, and an influence on you, on your life that you can then change life and make it um, how you want it to be. Yeah. So I remember standing, thinking, right, I've got my whole life here, just in ashes. The whole world's crumbled. I didn't have a house or partner or a child. So I'd gone from having it all to having nothing.
1: So, so and there was a relationship breakdown. Was that as a yeah. result of the pressures? Yes. And-
0: yeah. so
1: that's that's a a double
0: whammy
1: yeah hmm yeah Uh, and and, and this this I mean it blew me away when I read that on the questionnaire last Mm. night because you are one of the most well together I mean like I said I hugely Mm. admire your work thank you um and and as someone that's that's done various projects and and businesses, I know what it kind of takes yeah. to put something together and yeah. and try and make it something and yeah. and make uh, your barbecue career something. Uh, you you definitely have, yeah. so okay. I know what that sort of takes. Yeah. And you know, you seem like such a together man, and and I think I guess people are like icebergs, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they like you know this this tip that we yeah. see. Hmm. That that we can glimmer from hmm. a Facebook profile, yeah. um, a few tweets, hmm. a blog, yeah, and and there's there's shed loads
0: underneath. There is and, yeah. uh, of of everyone, you know, of everyone. Everyone's got a story, I think. Yeah, everyone has. I mean, you you mentioned and and something
1: that again a new a new thing. Hmm. You said you had a a counselor. You went through counseling yeah. after. I yeah. mean, I'm a huge. Hmm. Huge, great, big supporter and advocate yeah. of, of counselling, especially yeah. for men, because yeah. like I mean, men, they don't.
0: We're talk supposed to, to not talk yeah. about our emotions, yeah.
1: no. and and I, am the kind of person that couldn't be further mm. away from that. I yeah. will break down and cry at episodes yeah. of Friends, and mm. I'm and not quite that. I I'm I'm a very <laughs> very in touch with my feminine mm. side, very in touch with my emotions, kind of person,
0: and and and. Here you go look he's offering me more what are we drinking? we're drinking um some bourbon some bullet rye that my friend Dan gave me <laughs> good Dan, thank and you Dan nearly through the bottle <laughs> thank you Dan um so
1: yeah, um where was I um yeah, counseling yeah men In men touch don't with my talk. emotions
0: men don't yeah. talk enough men need to talk more, yeah, and that doesn't mean you need to be crying and a a mess if you don't want to be you can if you want but i don't think men (laughs) if you (laughs) make men don't talk enough and um they need to yeah you know even if it's with your mates and there's i i i believe in like um you know communities of men that you you have your support network you have your father or you know a father figure and um, you have your your, your male friends, your buddies, and you share with those. And I think if you open up to those people, that that they they will support you because I, that's what friends do. Ab- absolutely, I'm and
1: a, a friend or a, a listener can come from the most amazing places, and I'll, I'll pick up on that in a second. But going, going back to to me, <laughs> <laughs> I. I am like I said very in touch with my feminine side Mm. very in touch with my emotions probably Mm. that's Mm. why I get very irritated very quickly explode and and get really Mm. angry about stupid things like Mm. memory cards and and things that have got absolutely no kind of consequence in the grand scheme of things but at at the same time as being that person and and a talker you know I love talking Mm. about anything and everything except my emotions. Yeah. So I display a lot of emotion a lot of the yeah. time, but yeah. I don't often kind of talk about that. And yeah. and for you to sit here and say yeah, I went through counselling, yeah. I mean, hats off. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm doing a lot of research for a future podcast at the moment into yeah. into things like you know suicides in in males yeah. because yeah. you know suicide is is the the yes. number one killer. Yeah. In this in this country, in males under mm. forty, I believe, yeah, and and it's because we have that expectation yeah. of not talking, mm. bottling it up. There's a lot of pressure on being a man.
0: Yeah, a uh, absolutely, pressure. absolutely. Mm. I mean, and it's tra- not
1: that there's not on women. No, no, no. To all mm. the feminists yeah, yeah, out yeah. there, um, it's sort of. But you know, yeah, it, mm. it, talking is hard. Talking yeah. is hard, and and that that's a huge reason why. Yeah. I, I really thank you for this uh, okay. this conversation because yeah. it, it's it, it's like I said it's the first mm. recording whether or mm. not it's the first one that goes yeah. out I don't know but it, it is the first recording that I've done and mm. to to have such an amazing guest mm. that's, that's done something professionally um, and, and personally thank you is amazing and to share that is is great but then yeah. to also share on a deeper level mm. the, the stories that I'm really looking for mm. that I had no idea until mm. you know less than 24 yeah. hours ago yeah. is yeah. is really sensational and, and I, I really honestly thank mm. you so much for that
0: so so the sort of story goes on so you think you know you're at ground zero you you you, you don't know where where your life's going you don't know where you're headed you, you've got an opportunity then to make life as you want. And the fir- first thing you have to sort out is yourself, which was the counselling. You yeah. have to be... It's 22 be, hours. Hmm? Did you hear that? It's tw- yeah, 22 hours. That's my laptop telling it's me what 20. time it is. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. So so the first thing I think you've got to do is get yourself together and get your life way not where you want it, but get yourself together. And, um, you know, I did a lot of travelling, did a lot of soul-searching, you know, and uh, yeah, and then you you find out what you want in life and who you want to spend your life with and it's a massive opportunity at that point to build your life as you want it, to build the bricks up of your life and uh, I was very fortunate that I found an amazing woman who uh, is my wife now very very fortunate The lovely and, Lisa yeah <laughs> and then you think life is going amazing and you have uh, an amazing hun- wedding and honeymoon and uh, yeah life's going fantastic and then you have the ground cut from under you when you lose another baby and, no yeah and um, it was with, quite, with, with uh, Lisa this time yeah with Lisa it and, happened again yeah not quite so not you know not um, during the birth but certainly late stage pregnancy and you think okay wow you know have what have I done to deserve this happening again yeah and you've got a few more tools you're a bit stronger a bit thicker skinned a bit more and you think right you know you compartmentalise okay mm. I can deal with this mm. dealt with similar yeah, that, yeah. Like, you know. yeah you know you know the feelings and you know uh, we, we were on holiday in France and uh, you think you know um, sadly, at that time, our, we so we, we had a double tragedy because one of our very good friends died of a heart attack out there, and uh, it was probably the 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 holiday from hell. Really, losing a bait so we we lost our friend, um, and I, you know, that um, was a, a a heart attack. He had bless him, and yeah, uh, um, don't you think you know that's that's it, sort of holiday over, and then. Um, you know, Lisa didn't have any movements from the baby, and you go into the hospital in Bordeaux. It was and they do the heart. Oh, scan. that's got to be horrible. Being abroad, yeah. I mean, heart scan and the doctor I've says bones and, uh, yeah. and had to go into foreign yeah.
1: hospitals and gone. That's mm-hmm. horrible. But yeah.
0: that is got to be a position yeah. for, for for Lisa. That oh, was that was awful. It was awful. And you know, you are in this hos- hospital in um, Bordeaux, and you know they say, "Oh, sorry, your baby's died. It's got no heartbeat." and <sighs> You know, you have to... So we drove all the way back from Bordeaux to, you know... You drove as well. Drove all the way back from Bordeaux and came back to a British hospital. And yeah, they, you know, we wanted to speak to somebody who understood a bit of English and, you know, a a bit of compassion, went to a British hospital, something at home. And they said, yeah, your baby's died, sorry, you know, and uh, you got to be there and deliver and oh it's it's horrible and then so you know, it was late yeah enough to yeah. have to do that yeah, yeah. it was uh, but, oh, Marcus yeah so you think you're back on on form and then th-
1: so you've again. got three children with Lisa now yeah. so at what stage was this was this, this was before
0: Rory before, so before your oldest our, yeah, so oldest. this would have okay yeah and then so um, we've got a little um, grave for, for our daughter in 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 Exeter and uh, you think right you know let's try again yeah step up to the mark and try again this is what we want we want a family and uh fortunately we had our oldest Rory and an absolute miracle for us you know to have a child that you can and a cool kid because I met him tonight
1: and he knows what he wants he does
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) he does
1: yeah Yeah, I mean all three of your children are Mm. Very much their own people, yeah, I would they say are. they are very yeah. much their own people yeah. they, they they're great and yeah. and fantastic I've got a six year old mm. and he's a very fussy eater mm. and i've just sat around the dinner table with you and your mm. wonderful family and watched you know a three year old devouring a curry mm. <laughs> and then asked your eldest what his favorite thing is to eat and it's uh, my daddy's barbecued chicken on the bone mm. which <laughs>
0: both of those things and then he was working <laughs> out which you like best between um, chicken on the bone or salmon he quite likes oh, oh yeah, salmon. yeah
1: salmon that, that <laughs> Yeah, that came up yeah I like I like cooked salmon mm. yeah but I also like that smoked stuff <laughs> yeah I'm like
0: that's amazing that's yeah. amazing so this is our weird kid who takes um, he had a packed lunch the other day and he had um, seaweed the wakami from, that you roll sushi in he had that and he had crab sticks in his lunch box and <laughs> what must his friends think I shame on on me and uh,
1: and my son's mother (laughs) I don't know why he's such a fussy eater and Mm. and it's terrible because you know as a as a foodie as a as as someone who's who's been a chef in in every kind of kitchen you can imagine Mm. when, when when you're gonna have a a baby and, and they said what do you want a boy or a girl and I'm like I don't care as long as he likes to eat yeah. <laughs> he could he could grow up to be a ballerina yeah. he could grow up to be yeah. whatever he wants to be as yeah. long as he's a good eater and he wants to cook with his dad and he just he loves to cook yeah. and he loves to muck in yeah. but he's not overly bothered in, in, the, yeah. in the end result yeah. and I, I've, I've racked my brains and, and one thing that yeah. I I do want to lead on to because you know we've 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 talked about your your career as 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 this barbecue kit we've talked about your career as a geologist Mm. uh, a scientist that that often has to go away on on oil rigs and we've talked about loss Mm. bereavement how you deal with that how how a man deals with that because i think that's really really important um and 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 i'm really pleased for that reason especially that we've had this conversation but um you know, we, we, we've talked about a lot of things. Um, one thing that we haven't talked about is is your barbecue magazine, mm. um, which which I want to talk to you about because I, you know, the the the, the sixth issue just came out the, sixth, the spring, yeah. spring uh two thousand seventeen just mm. came out, and and part of it is something that I am definitely going to have to try mm. with my boy because he's very much uh, an interactive. You know, cook, mm. cook something, he's going to yeah. love it. You know, yeah. like this kid, I say he's a fussy eater he will if I cooked him a lasagna he wouldn't eat it mm. but if I cooked him a whole trout with the, the fins the yeah. tail and the head oh, and I put it on the barbecue yeah. he would just smash through it like yeah. anyone and and in the latest edition of the barbecue magazine mm. um, is uh, a piece on, on campfire cooking Yeah, and, and obviously you're completely blessed with the yeah. the plot of land that you have here Absolutely. in devon that yeah. you you've you've got a nice little area that essentially you could be sitting in a woodland with you know all of the nature and the beauty around you and you can have a, a proper campfire Basildon, and essex probably i'm not going to have that yeah. same effect without mass complaints mm. but i mean certainly i'm, I'm definitely going to be trying my best to, to even if it's just cooking something over a fire pit yeah you know, um, but, you know, that does nicely... Toasting a few
0: marshmallows or something. Absolutely, or, yeah. yeah. They well, love I, it. I'm, marshmallows, like I said,
1: he's a fussy eater, but mm. he's got no problem with sweets, you know. Mm. It's, it's <laughs> the sort of... One, one thing I did see in the magazine yeah. was the, the the bread wrapped around a stick. Like oh, I yeah. love making bread. Yeah. I've not done that. That's yeah. a new one on me. So I really, really yeah. enjoyed reading and, and seeing the the pictures, which... Yeah. Which, I mean, you, you take a lot of your photos... Fo- your own photographs,
0: right? Yes, yeah, I t- yeah. I take all my own photographs. So that was at, um, our kids go to a forest school, and it's just up on the hill near us and uh, there's a beautiful forest uh, it's called Children in the Forest and okay. um, they go up there so there's little acorns which li- little Louie three-year-old goes to and uh, they cook marshmallows and um, run around chasing bears in the forest you know imaginary bears and things oh it's fantastic uh, as opposed to those real bears of Exeter yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the older two go to um, Mighty Oaks and they learn to do campfires and how to make a fire and to cook and cook damper bread, which was the, the bread wrapped around the stick. So um, is that just a clean stick presumably? Yeah. yeah.
1: And then just a, a normal bread dough yeah, wrapped around the stick? Yeah, it's uh,
0: like a soda bread, sort of soda okay. bread style dough. And, uh, um, yeah. And you just wrap it, make it into a sausage, wrap it round, and then it cooks gently and, uh, you, yeah, they, they love it.
1: So I'm, um, I'm doing that mm. this weekend. Campfire popcorn. I, I have done that. Yeah. I burnt it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I I I I I I, I, two, I may have worked
0: Michelin Star. I may have
1: done some really yeah. good food. Yeah. But I do make mistakes and yeah, yeah, I I I messed up my campfire popcorn. Two
0: sieves like locked together with the yeah. popcorn and you shake it lots and over okay. the embers and it gradually bop 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 that's a good one mm. okay and then drizzle some uh, maple syrup over it and oh it's
1: fantastic that's good that's good mm. I made a, or I say I I, uh, my missus and my son made uh, like Belgian waffles mm. uh, we've got a, a waffle iron and, yeah. and we made some Belgian or they made some Belgian waffles I ate them and, and we had those with maple syrup mm. so popcorn in a couple of sips mm. okay I'm gonna try I, that. I love that campfire
0: cooking because like Technology with barbecues is, is like an arms race. It's getting more and more, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, technological, which is great. And I love it that you know like I can take a like a pellet grill and turn it on and yeah, and um, you know I can leave it and it makes it easy but sometimes I just want to get really right back to the essence. Back to what you were saying like British we were roasters cooking on spits over fire fire and that was about it yeah and cooking a chunk of meat over fire just very simple and yeah it's good to get back to that I think sometimes you know and um, yeah the flavour still tastes amazing but Fantastic, hmm.
1: yeah, awesome. Well, I, I, you know, we're 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 literally just tipped over the hour. Okay, um, God, so gone quick. Bef- yeah, so before we uh, before we we wrap it up, I do want to hear a bit more about the barbecue magazine because okay. it's in it's ex- it's a quarterly magazine.
0: Yeah, quarterly. So spring, summer, autumn, winter, and you might think that the winter issue wouldn't see so many people reading it who's interested in barbecue in winter but the last issue has just gone out um it went out in November the the, the winter issue and uh it was, uh, yeah, it was really busy, lots of people reading about it, and I think barbecue's becoming something that's a bit more year-round, and like outdoor cooking, you know, people are building these little shacks, and, you know, there's there's, there's even a Facebook group now about people building little shacks over their barbecues so they can cook, and you know, year-round, and it's great to see because, you know, actually getting out there, you just chuck a coat on, and you can cook outdoors chuck a fire pit on and sit around the fire, enjoy your food, or if you want to cook outdoors and bring it inside, that's okay. I mean, chuck a coat on yeah. and
1: cook round a fire. Yeah. A lot of people will listen to that and go, why the blooming hell will I do that? Right. Remember, remember the 5th of November, yeah. we all stand round a fire mm. in our coats, freezing our knackers off, yeah. and we have a really good time, right? Yeah. So like for me, I, I get that. I get yeah. the all-round cooking, and there's a lot of... Pieces of equipment that are sort of, I mean, you you call it in the barbecue industry like set and forget. So yeah. you could put on a piece of meat, yeah. put it down, and and walk off for uh, anywhere between five and twelve hours or something yeah. ridiculous, nice, and nice come back to a brisket
0: or pork shoulder and yeah. just leave it there chugging away. And you come back, and um, yeah, we have some fantastic meals like pulled pork in a bun, and you just shove, it, you know, shove it in a bun, and it's easy. And um, you, but is it easy? Yeah. I mean like pulled pork a lot of
1: people every, mm. everyone knows what pulled pork mm. is not many people have tried it and it is a sort of staple of the barbecue Mo- yeah. industry most, most
0: people who've tried pulled pork it's it's been cooked in a vac pack with a load of sauce and it falls apart and it's stringy and it's just coated in sauce and it's, it's not really for me it's not barbecue uh-huh. but barbecue pulled pork is just something that's amazing when you've had it you know you and know. i and i'm i'm guessing people can get a good recipe for that
1: on country wood smoke yeah. or through the barbecue magazine absolutely yeah and of course you're going to give me the links to those exact recipes so i can put them up on the on yeah. a, on the, the app so if if you're listening through acast then we're going to be putting links to everything we've spoken yeah. about um, on the app so people can just tap it and they can find that facebook group mm. or they can find links to uh maybe a counsellor to help yeah. with bereavement, uh whatever we've spoken about, yeah. there'll there'll be some information if you're listening via a cast. Um so yeah, I mean quickly going back on it, hmm. it's uh it's a quarterly magazine. Yeah. And it's gone. Did you not have enough to do? I mean with with the group yeah. and the blog? Yeah. What, why, what, I mean, with the blog, why was there a need for the magazine? I mean, it, it, um, I'm sure there's dozens of other barbecue magazines in the UK now. No, no uh,
0: at the moment, the UK barbecue mag this is the only one. I believe there's another one starting, which is fantastic. It okay. shows that the scene is strong and it's growing and it's getting depth and it's fantastic. Um, so there was, I felt there was a real need for the community to have a voice. Um, a bit wider, so and all parts of the community. So, competition barbecuers, people who cook on wood-fired ovens, people who like to hot and cold smoke, and people who like to cook just asado style and campfire style. You know, um, there was a place for all those people to have a voice, and um, I wanted uh, the magazine to to. to 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 cater for that and to to be some something that people felt was theirs as well was a part of the community and i'm massively grateful to people who um send in articles to people who get involved with it and um you know hopefully it's something that people feel belongs to to their community and um you know I'm, i'm really proud of it the team who who, who get involved who work hard for it you know we've had uh, a nice meal out we um, the, the we went to uh, the Voodoo Queue up in Sirencester and we had a team meeting um, sadly some of those team members couldn't be there because they live in various places so I made sure they were looked after and that they had I mean, a nice Kelly's meal. Kelly's like miles
1: away up oh, in Scotland, right?
0: Yeah, Kelly's like right up in Scotland. Right so up in Scotland. Yeah, they had a few bits and pieces turn up, so um they, they, they could cook a few meals, I think a few steaks and things turned up. So and, but I mean you launched the magazine, it was pretty much that's your idea.
1: Yeah, something that was an extension of the group, an extension yeah. of, uh, of of the, the the scene.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, and what you did with Country Wood Smoke, and you thought, I'm going to do a magazine, yeah. and you launched that, and then you you, you pulled together a team of people yeah. to to do that.
0: So literally, the first one I was um, offshore. Um, in the middle of the North Sea, and uh, it was really bad on weather an <laughs> on an oil rig, and it was really bad weather, and we were waiting on weather, which, as anyone who knows oil rigs knows, that is which is time. probably not um, many people no. listening to this right now. But, but it's honest. quite a quiet time when you're just waiting to, for a storm to pass, and um, you know. So I had a bit of time and the internet, and uh, I thought, right, I'm going to put together a, a magazine yeah. and see see what happens. Um, I'm a great believer that if you don't do anything then it's always in your head and it's always an idea but actually when you sort of step over and you put some work into it then it becomes something yeah and then the so I I remember putting the first issue out and literally I, I just worked my way through it and um there were some recipes in there, some, um, you know, some different techniques. Um, and I pulled a few friends in who I told about it, who wanted to to be a part of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the, the feedback we had from that first issue was just mind-blowing. I remember the emails I was getting from people saying, I want to be part of this. I want to be advertising. Can you, you know, can we be part of this? Sure. And that reinforced the... To me, that there was a real need for a voice like this because nowhere else in the UK was anything like this for for barbecue. You know, the scene's growing. It's 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 been a little niche, few people barbecuing, and suddenly it's sort of going boom. And I think they need a voice, and that's what I tried to to provide. But then a, a lot of the,
1: I mean, and, and we're not going to win them all over, are we? No. You know, not everybody's gonna listen to this go on find out about barbecue and then go wow yeah yeah I know it is easy and it mm. is it is easy it yeah. is easy to do good barbecue and to, to turn a barbecue into an oven
0: yeah.
1: rather than just a grill yeah. it is
0: easy it um, is yeah. and Pe- people have lost those um, base skills that they need to, to cook on a barbecue yeah and to, to really impress people out yeah.
1: like that, you know you know, grab a mm. crate of beer come round mm. watch football mm or you know come round as family and sit and, and chew the fat and and have a barbecue yeah. we've just gone to sausages and burgers but yeah. it is easy to, to put on something wow that's yeah. your pulled pork or yeah. wow that's your spatchcock chicken yeah. or wow you know I've done roast dinners on a barbecue yeah. Yeah. Um, meat fruit of vegetables and, mm. and, and, and potatoes you can and cook anything on a barbecue I mean the scotch eggs you, yeah you know. I, I, I mean, I, actually, that's a really, really good uh, uh, point to, to to say. Is that you know, I, I I was a professional chef for, for well over ten, nearly fifteen years, where I I'd probably cooked hundreds of Scotch eggs Scotch eggs in, in in my lifetime, both at home and and professionally in the kitchen to uh, discerning customers. Um, I never until I had come across the country wood smoke <laughs> blog thought that I could make one on a barbecue because normally you would take a, a sort of soft boiled egg yeah. peel it wrap it in sausage meat, sausage meat. and then breadcrumb bread it and then put it in deep fat fryer yeah. and the deep fat fryer would make it go crispy and, and beautiful mm-hmm. cook the sausage meat and warm up the egg still keeping it nice and soft boiled yeah. and by now many many people will have uh, had one of these in their local gastro pub. Yeah. and I suppose at the time that I was cooking them, they weren't a massively popular gastro pub delight. Mm. But by the time I come round to to fall across your recipe and an idea mm. more more than the recipe it was the idea, I think. Mm. Um was that I was like, wow, actually, instead of deep frying I can sort of Slightly spray the outside with oil to wet the breadcrumbs, yeah. and I can smoke the damn thing on a barbecue. Mm. I
0: don't even use that; oven. I just use a
1: dry rub on the outside. And I've seen people yeah. wrap them in bacon. Yeah, and all absolutely. Sorts. So yeah. there's so many different variations, which mm. your your website, mm. the magazine, yeah. Yeah. the forum, they give different ideas of doing almost like the same thing but yeah. different variations, yeah. which I love. And and yeah, it, it really gave me the idea that well, I don't have to stick in deep fat fryer so it's going to be healthier. Mm. Um, and and I get the different flavors from charcoal yeah. and smoke yeah. and, and whatever I want a, 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 a rub,
0: yeah.
1: wrapping it in bacon. You mm. know, so many different ways of doing yeah. it. And 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 yeah, actually, it was probably mm. something that we should have said right at the beginning. Was yeah. That's that was how I first came across you. Mm. Was was the Scotch eggs, but yeah. um, oh,
0: that's right so at good. the end
1: and and probably an appropriate end because yeah. we're we're over the hour mark. Okay, cool. so uh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna. Ask you one last question. Yeah. Where can everyone find you?
0: Okay, so my main site is countrywoodsmoke.com Yeah. And um I have uh the countrywoodsmoke Smoke UK barbecue. You can find it by typing in CWS, okay. which is short for Country Wood Smoke, into yeah. into Facebook. Um I have uh, mag dot com for the magazine, and definitely catch up on that because a lot of the recipes. Yeah.
1: Even if you if you listen to this and go, yeah, do you know what, they sound delicious, but I'm not the kind of person that's going to go outside, summer or winter, and and cook on a barbecue. That's okay. A lot mm. of the recipes you can do
0: in, in, in the oven at yeah, home. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I or mean we, we cook, grill we at or fat, or something a, like that. We cook a Christmas fatty, you know, and it's like bacon stuffed with sausage meat, stuffed with, like, cranberries and chestnuts, and it's like, wow. And we cook that in the oven sometimes as well for Christmas. It's, it's easier. Or you I, can cook it in the barbecue if you want.
1: Obviously, I've written down some on, on my notes the recipes that, you know... There's things you're famous for, the dirty barbecue, which we're not going to go into right now. If you want to know what a dirty barbecue is and how to cook a dirty steak, uh, Marcus is is sort of really famed for a, a dirty yeah. tomahawk, and and yeah. was some someone that certainly brought that style of cooking to my attention, which is straight on the coals, yeah, straight on the coals, hot That's coals,
0: lumpwood coals, meat straight on,
1: raw meat, yeah, to get the grill. Yeah. just straight on the coal and you think oh that's going to get really dirty and horrible it gets dirty but delicious oh, and, and it is amazing yeah. but um, th- th- there's the full description of the technique and, and rubs and stuff like that to, yeah. to do it on his website which I'm going to put a link in for um, but Meatenberg now I'm a big fan of Battenberg cake yeah. um, and and the, the, one of the, the recent recipes that I've seen was the Meatenberg yes which is essentially
0: sausage meat black pudding wrapped in bacon wrapped in bacon dry rub and then smoked and and, then. and that
1: recipe would be just as easy to put in the oven yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. so definitely check this out guys the,
0: the, the, the real thing that um, was I mean it was a great recipe and I've served it a few times now but um, like leftovers like the leftovers of that are like epic they are seriously epic so if you've got some cold meat and burg and you cut some, slice. yeah. <laughs> you cut some slices <laughs> out. You, it's, it looks like a Battenberg, but you have black and white and wrapped in bacon and then you fry it off in uh, a nice hot pan and it goes cr- all crispy. And uh, um, I served it for a good friend and uh, he had a slice, a couple of slices of meat and burg, He had some barbecue beans and uh, I did a fried egg and uh, you know my soft fried egg and it was just like the best brunch meal ever that could be like, breakfast lunch or dinner yeah, couldn't it, that, it was, that sounds awesome it was amazing and uh, yeah you know leftovers a are, 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 are king you, you you do desserts as well um, do I? You, yeah do I? Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah lemon curd cheesecake was one that I come across yeah. so, I, I did a know, really good do one you do some desserts you do some bread yeah You do, do pizzas so bread, bread pizzas yeah. all the vegetable dishes which yeah. obviously being a, an ex-vegetarian yeah. fantastic vegetarian dishes
0: of uh, uh, vegetable side dishes fantastic I did uh, aubergine cooked, cooked in a wood-fired oven recently and that was good um, another good pudding I did recently was, um, was uh, rhubarb and I just picked it from my garden cut it and put it in uh, a, a cast iron pan and I cooked it in a wood-fired oven and poured cider on and brown sugar and it was just like amazing just all caramelised up and oh so good excellent and uh,
1: the barbecue venison with blackberry moonshine glaze I'm going to mention that because I said we've got Jose who's uh, a professional deer stalker and game chef Mm. and I looked at that and thought that is definitely one I've got to pass on to him that was lovely Um, so I'm a big fan of venison because it's Mm. it's the most ethical, most sustainable meat that we have in this country, yeah. And uh, we can't do a podcast with a guy who's all about meat without mentioning venison,
0: yeah, absolutely, at least Nothing. once
1: or twice. So uh, it works.
0: I I think I use mulberries in that, okay. And originally, and then I tried it with blackberries, but um, mulberries aren't something you can get hold of easy, but blackberries no. can, and work well with blackberries as well. And awesome, um, yeah, it was it was lovely. So. Listen, man. Thank you so much. Have you got anything that you'd like to add? No, just thank you. And uh, I'm feeling a bit pissed now, but uh, yeah, no, we, we've, we've,
1: we've, we've had a few beers been supping. we've had and a curry some bourbon and, and then he's, he's broke out the bourbon yeah. and I think good job for both of us. We got through it. We're, yeah. we're an hour and uh, 17 minutes now into the podcast. I've really enjoyed it, yeah. and, just, uh, just, and thank you
0: so much. Uh, probably the last thing I'd leave with is um, that, like, I think barbecue is about bringing people together. You know, you, you think you've got a group of friends or family, and you think I'm going to have a barbecue. You don't sit around the microwave and go ping. You 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 bring people together for a barbecue, and I can't think of any other way that. That brings communities and people together than barbecue and I think it's something deep in our souls as people um maybe for it's from caveman time sitting around the campfire mm. cooking chunks of woolly mammoth on a barbecue on a fire that, I hear that's good yeah <laughs> that that it, it's it's in our deep deep in our psyches as people and I I just think that barbecue is amazing and what better way to say that you care for people around you than to cook some nice food and say there you go guys Here, here's our wonderful food well
1: I've got nothing else to add on that so no, thanks you very much Thank and you. Uh, I'll see you guys next week and uh, I'll uh, well I'll see you Marcus as soon as I press stop on this so thanks very all. much cheers back welcome back welcome back hello um so yeah what did you think of that i thought that was great uh a, a bit of a surprise you know we're, we're talking barbecue and things and and stuff and going into family oh, i never knew any of this about this guy um it was sort of powerful stuff i thought and you know it was emotional it was um you know we had we had we had a few drinks as well so there was probably that as well that I'd had uh, a, a little bit of sort of certainly kind of made me feel a little bit heavier and lower on on what he was talking about because i'm a father i've got a 6 year old um I, I i think it's amazing that he's he's managed to kind of have the 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 miracle child that he said and and two more after that as well i think that's amazing but to 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 lose ch- a child like like he did um and and for that to cause a breakdown in his relationship i mean, every, everything you just heard for me was just wow and for him to kind of pick himself up dust himself down and and get on with it i just think you know hats off to him he's he's, he's got a fantastic career fantastic family um it was just a really interesting conversation so you know marcus thanks so much for that let me know what you think of that um let me know if you've got any experiences of things like that yourself. Um, like I, I keep on saying, you know, rate, review, subscribe and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, you can be on a show as well. If you've got an experience similar or... Or, or, or completely different, whatever your human experiences are, then you can come on the show. Um, it doesn't always have to be big, powerful and emotional stuff either. We 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 love to talk to people that can maybe educate and inform us. We've got some great episodes recorded that I, I can't wait to bring to you where, you know, there's no big, powerful stories necessarily. We're just sitting and we're having a chat and I'm being educated and informed on, on things that I didn't really know about. Um, which kind of brings me on to next week and the week after's episode because it's the same person did a two-parter um her name's sammy she's absolutely awesome um so yeah episode uh, or part one of that is next week and i'm i'm really really looking forward to bringing that to you because she's she's the same age as me actually a year younger and she's just incredible she's traveled all over the world um and a sort of had a journey well I guess she's a hippie um, and you know she's she's really kind of had this journey of enlightenment and, and all of that and things that I don't really believe in um, certainly didn't really think about too much before I'd met her and yeah we just had a, a really cool conversation we had some laughs um, and yeah part two um, which will come probably the week after um, is is, is really cool as well because we actually talk about um, a time when she was raped and a time when she was working on a cannabis farm. So two pretty powerful um, things uh, or certainly one pretty powerful thing and one certainly not an everyday thing. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be too many of our listeners that have got experience with, with that. And um, if you have get in touch, <laughs> get in touch, let me know and see if you want to be on the show and talk about your experiences. Um, so yeah, I uh, I'm gonna dart off because I'm I'm having a, a ramble now. Uh, yeah, you know where to find me. It's that All my social media links are on there. Um, yeah, say hello on Twitter. Say hello on Facebook, and uh, or send me an email. And yeah, that's it. Really. Thanks very much. Bye.